I, I know that the word today is going to set people free, is going to bring clarity to our lives, is going to bring us into a whole new level of relationship with God. So I want us to um, believe with expectation today. When we come to church, we should have an expectation that God is going to speak to us. It's great to have Paul here with us as well. First time in church for nine years. No, it's not. <laughs> not quite. But we need to have an expectation because what God wants to do is bring revelation into our spirits and He wants to fill us with the Holy Spirit, with the power of God and uh, we, we want to welcome that kind of change in our life because God wants to make us better, wants to make us stronger, wants to make us more like Christ every day. So why don't we just raise our hands right now. I want to pray this morning before we get into God's Word that He will do something supernatural in our midst today and in our hearts. So dear Heavenly Father, we just raise our hands to you this morning and ask that you'll be welcome in our life, that you'll speak to us, that you'll bring your clarity into our life, that you'll bring strength into every part of our being today. We just pray and believe in the name of Jesus that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we want we want you in our hearts today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we uh, get into the, the my message this morning, my Christmas message, Who's ever heard of the World War II Japanese soldier um, who didn't know the war was over? And for 29 years, he lived on an island in the Philippines. Um, he was um, eluding capture, uh, hidden in, in the mountains, in the jungles. And uh, even though the war was over, he didn't know it. And no one wants to live like that, hiding like on an island in fear of the enemy when the war was over a long time ago. So I know this is a strange introduction to this Christmas message, but it'll all make sense as we go along this morning. But um, I want to, every time I think of Christmas and even Easter, um, I, I always are, are drawn to the old time prophecies of Jesus that were spoken about this you know, king that was going to come, this savior that was going to come to the world. And uh, there is so much that we find in the Word of God that speaks about Jesus well before he was ever here. So I'm going to show you just three this morning because there are just so many. But uh, Isaiah 9 verse 6, if you have your Bibles, you can look this up, but the, the words will be on the screen. In Isaiah 9 verse 6, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. So I'm just going to go through this, this one line at a time here. It says a child is going to be born to earth. Uh, and at Christmas we celebrate the reality that Jesus was, Jesus was born in a human body, in human form. He, he is God and he became a man. So it talks about the government on his shoulders. That, that is speaking about uh, born with authority from heaven. And Jesus spoke of his authority when he was uh, on trial before the Roman governor and uh, before his crucifixion. And he said, there, there is no authority given except that it comes from heaven, comes from my Father. And uh, the government resting on Jesus' shoulders is, is evidence that he is the, the authority over all authorities. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So um, it goes on and says, wonderful counsellor. He's empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in him. Um, mighty God, everlasting Father. 
that is all about to- being totally God and completely human at the same time. Um, the Prince of Peace, Jesus' purpose was to usher the world back to God, to bring peace into every, every soul that is on earth. So I'll give you another prophecy. That, so these prophecies are spoken well before Jesus was born. So uh, some of these prophecies are up to 700 years before the time of Christ. So um, I know we might think that we could, we could uh, predict some things in the future, maybe 10 years, 15 years. We, we might be accurate enough just by our own um, knowledge to, to predict what the world might do. But, you know, there's something in these, in these scriptures that predicted Jesus and so, with so much accuracy, 700 to 1,000 years before Jesus actually came. So here's another one, Isaiah 7, verse 14. And I think Isaiah is one of the most uh, prolific books in the Bible that uh, prophesy of Jesus. It says, the Lord, said, uh, sorry, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She'll give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So here it is, that there's, there's a prophecy, a prediction that a virgin will have a child. And we see that with Mary in the story that we, we so often uh, talk about at Christmas time is that the virgin Mary gave birth to a child. And you'll call him Emmanuel, God is with us. So that is the amazing uh, truth about Jesus is he, he was God in the flesh and he came to earth to be with us. Um, the birth and life of Jesus fulfilled this prophecy that was spoken there in Isaiah. I'll give you one more of these prophecies. Micah chapter 5, verse 12. Um, but you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel whose origins are in the distant past will come from you on my behalf. That's God speaking. So the place of Jesus' birth, Bethlehem, is, is uh, spoken about. His authority is, is mentioned here. His origins are identified, all contained in this one verse here. So there are just too many prophecies that, that we find throughout the Bible that directly point to Jesus that are all fulfilled in him. It, it's just staggering if you were to study the prophecies of Jesus. And I think we've got to understand the Bible in its entirety all point to Jesus. And uh, it, it, we find Jesus all through the Bible. So... Um, there are just too many uh, areas, but today I've, I've just given you three. But what I want to um, share with you this morning is victory is born. The war is over and we don't need to have any more living ourselves on isolated islands, cut off by, by the circumstances of the world. So a question that I have for you this morning is, why did God come to become flesh? Why did God send Jesus? Why did Jesus have to come and be a, a man? God became flesh in order to reveal himself more perfectly to us. And we see that, that Jesus reflects God perfectly to the world. So the message from God for all time, for all people, was confirmed by Jesus. Being born as a baby, being born as a human, so that he could uh, reveal his, his, uh, his character to the world, to all of us. So with Jesus, victory is born for all who will believe. So I know this year our theme has been victory. And I think 
when we think about the spiritual victories that God wants us to enjoy and live with and, and uh, um, to, to be uh, enjoying in every part of our life, all start when we realize that Jesus won the victory. So John chapter 1, verses 10 and 12, it says, He came into the very world He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people, and even they rejected Him. But to all who believed Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. Verse 13, uh, and the very first part of that says, They are reborn, a birth that comes from God. So I want to tell you, we all need to be born again. We all need to have that, that uh, renewal in our spirit. It's not just something you try. It's, you know, this Christian experience isn't, well, I'll go to church. It isn't, well, I'm going to just try and pray. I'll try and do some, some spiritual kind of things. It's not about that. It's about something that comes from God himself that ch- uh, touches your innermost person and changes you from the inside out so that you have a renewed life. That's what we want to be aiming for. But faith in Jesus takes us out of hiding from our enemies. The, the war is over. No more living isolated on islands because victory is born when Jesus came to earth. So when we make a stand with Jesus, we become a child of God. That's that, that being born again is all about being a child of of God. Now, I know some people have gone through the Christian experience trying to live it out as a, in a religious kind of method. Well, that is like being a foster child. doesn't mean that you're really there. Um, but what God had in mind was through Jesus, through his blood, that he, he brought us into his family as children of the Father by blood. And if you can leave with anything this morning, I want you to leave knowing that you, you have the bloodline of Jesus, that you are a child of God, that you were born again with a purpose. You were born again to belong in the house of God. So you're not a foster child. So you don't have a, a foster child lives through religious experience, through, well, I, I just do these certain things, these rules, I follow these things. And, and that's what a foster child does. But one that has an inheritance, one that belongs in the house of God, lives differently, lives knowing that the war is over. So, oh, I forgot my music, Paul. We better do it right now. This is the best part of the whole message. This is where I wish I wasn't Italian. I wish I was some other nationality that knew how to dance. But what I want you to, what I want you to know this morning is everyone's a winner, baby, when it comes to, to knowing Jesus. I should just have that playing the whole way through. No, it's okay. But we don't want to live as foster children. I'll, I'll, I'll let him keep playing if everyone stands up and starts to jive. <clears throat> but everyone's a winner. All right, yeah, the challenge is on. But this Christmas, I hope you discover not the, the Jesus, the baby in a manger, but Jesus, the Son of God, the Word made flesh, the Word that, that makes you a winner in every situation because victory was born and the war is over. And God wants you to start to, to start to live in that victory that he has in your life, not live as if you're, you're the only soldier left on a, on a little isolated army, uh, isolated island I should say 
Can I just have the musicians come back and join me, please? And I just want to talk to people personally right now. And if you feel you're far away from God or feel you're feeling distance, I have a word for you, and that is just move back. Come back to God. Come back to church. Come back to fellowship. Come back to the closeness that, that God designed for your life. In James chapter 4, verse 8, it says, Come near to God, and He will come near to you. So I, I, don't, you know, I don't understand where the distance came from. I, I may not know where you, you perhaps got hurt. I don't know. Maybe you got disappointed. But whatever it is, God's word for you this morning is come back to me. Come near to God again. So you know, the, 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 your enemy wants to keep you on an island, wants to keep you isolated, not physically, but spiritually. Keep you like, hey, I'm, I'm on edge. I'm, I'm, I'm always on mission, but on the wrong mission. So the next part of that verse in James 4, uh, verse 8, it says to wash your hands, purify your heart, and not be double-minded. So getting near to God, the war is over. Victory is born. So this Christmas, it's time for us to get off the islands that we've been living on and move and move near to God. And we can start that today. You know that, that uh, Japanese soldier that I, that I mentioned at the start? It says in 1974, he, he, got, you know, he got found. Uh, they, they captured him, so to speak. And uh, he, had to, he still couldn't believe the war was over. And he demanded that his officer who gave him his last command, which was stay and fight. And so he stayed on the island and, and was in that war mode for, for all that time. And he said, I'm not going to stop or change what I'm doing unless that officer gives me the command. And so this officer who now was a bookseller in Japan went all the way to the Philippines and told him, you, you can stop now. The war is over. And he stayed in his post for that long and then still wouldn't concede that the war was over until the officer who gave him his last command came back and told him it was okay. So, but the truth is, for us this morning, Jesus was born and victory was born for you over sin, over addiction, over fear, over poverty over hopelessness, over relationships, over sickness, over selfishness, and any other mess that we can think of this morning, Jesus brings a victory. So we are the winners in Jesus. Victory is born. We are blood relations of God. It's time to get off the islands that have separated us. It's time to put some weapons down that may have kept us separated from the things of God. So if you want to get close to Jesus again, I want to encourage you perhaps for the first time in your life, or maybe to come back to God again. We're going to pray a prayer together this morning that helps us to reconnect with God again. His words are up on the screen. And what we're going to do is we're going to pray this together. And I know that these could just be words on the screen, but we can make them personal and say, God, we know when we've been away from God. I'm not wanting to make anyone feel guilty or shame anyone. But we know when we need to come back. So you may not have ever prayed a prayer like this, but it's the way that we step from being away from God to being close to God. So some, some of us, we need to say, Jesus, I've been living like a foster child. I want to live like a real child. I want to have a blood transfusion. I want to have a life transfusion in the things of God. So why don't we pray this prayer together? And I'm going to, on the count of three, we'll, we'll read it all together 
One, two, three. Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross and rose again to forgive my sins. I ask that you forgive me. I give you my life and I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. Today, I am born again. I trust my future into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So can we just give the Lord a good hand this morning? Give him a shout. Now, for those who've prayed that prayer today, perhaps for the first time, and maybe you're here and you're, you're, you've prayed that prayer and something suddenly shifted in your spirit and you know it, I want to encourage you to, uh, to step forward into the things of God. Step forward into the things of God. Shake off the past. Shake off the experiences. Shake off the things that, that will try and entrap you, try and isolate you, try and make you live like that, that soldier for 29 years, isolated and alone with no purpose. God wants to restore you, bring things back. And you know the amazing thing? God doesn't say, hey, well, I'm going to make you start back where you, where you came from if you're coming back to the Lord this morning. God says, I'm going to promote you beyond where you came from last. And that's what God wants to do. So don't think, oh, I have to start from the bottom again. No, God says you're a child of God. You're a child of mine. Come on. I'm going to, I'm going to fast track you into the, the places that I want you to be and the things that I want you to do. So be encouraged with that this morning. So we're just, why don't we just stand to our feet as we, as we finish this part of the service. And I'm going to ask that you raise your hands right across this place this morning. Just raise your hands in expectation. I want to pray a prayer over you. Jesus, we believe you. We're stepping off the islands this Christmas. And we're not going back. We draw closer to you, Lord. Jesus, cleanse people this morning. Heal people this morning. And Jesus... We want to know your victory. We want to be born again and born into victory. Lord, your victory was born for me when you came as a baby. And we just pray that over every single person here in this place, that this Christmas just doesn't become a celebration with no reason. But Lord, I pray it be a focal point of the future of our life that we say from that day, from that Christmas, 2020, my life changed for the better. And God put me back on the right track again and I'm no longer living on an island of isolation because the war for me is over in Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. God bless your church.